podcast, man, we're going to talk about today is uh, stocks, setting up a stock investment account. Um, it's a lot of different accounts you can use out there. I personally use um, Fidelity, but you can use whichever one you want to. Um, there's plenty of them out there. I like the other ones like Stash. Uh, I think you can get like Robinhood. Uh, what's another one out there? You can even buy stocks through uh, Cash App or Bitcoin. I know a lot of people do Bitcoin and um, the Forex trade. I'm not too big into that. I don't know too much about it. But I can actually tell you about stocks because I can actually see it. Uh, what's another one out there? Acorn is one. A lot of people like that. Um, those are simple apps to use. Um, <clears throat> I think it's very simple to use because you can actually go in there, buy a stock off of it, you know, does it tomorrow or to, you know next week whatever it may be um makes it very easy convenient um a lot of people don't know how to set up an investment account so would you not know how to set up an investment account that's where apps like stash and acorn and Robinhood come in handy because it takes the the knowledge out of it you just need to really know about stocks and what's what's a good stock and what's a bad stock <coughs> And that's what I've been talking about today about not following what everybody else is doing because a lot of people are just out right now because the stock market is where it's at. A lot of people are just buying stocks because everybody else is buying it. Oh, it's at $26. It was at $35. Let me buy it now. That is not a solid game plan to go with. You should have a game plan when you're buying stocks. You shouldn't just buy it because, hey, you know, I think that, you know, uh, I guess what. Right now, I guess everybody in their house, Uno, everybody will go buy Uno cards right now because stock price is probably up on Uno cards because nobody is in, you know, outside. Everybody's inside. So, you're like, oh, it's great to buy Uno. But then after everybody get a chance to actually go back out and all this over with, then Uno stock price would probably drop. And then what, you know, you lose a little money in that or you try to sell it right before, but you don't know when this will be over with. So, it's kind of iffy game. But... To try to take the guess out of if you want to build a real solid portfolio on not having to guess and having an ideal of what you're doing and making a passive income while you're making your daily check, your weekly or bi-weekly check or whatever it may be, making money off of, you might own your own business, still want to buy stocks and stuff like that. It kind of helps you out a little bit. Um, today, I just, I just go through like real steps on like how to set it up. Um, not full in detail, but you can always hit me up on Instagram, whatever, and then yeah, I can actually help you out on how to set it up. You know your account. Uh, excuse me. Excuse me, but um, that's that's always. Um, I read a lot of books, been going through a lot of courses and stuff like that. That's one of the hardest things too is like going through all the information, knowing what's fake and what's just wanting you to spend money with them um it's a lot of good courses out there uh tons of them and also when you get to like set up an investment account through fidelity or let's say td ameritrade or whatever um it is very confusing so just let you know that now it gets very confusing because to buy the stock, it's going to give you a list of different options. It's going to give you like four or five different options. It's going to get very confusion, confusing. So, 
that is what I'm going to, you know, walk it through that part to telling you about each one and what they mean. Um, I think yesterday, it was not yesterday, Friday, I helped my aunt set up her account. Um, think it, she's going to put, she put money in there and stuff. So, you know, it won't be available until tomorrow before she gets to set up, a, you know, buy stocks and stuff like that. So she put money into the vehicle. So it's already ready. So when she buy the stock, she doesn't have to wait until she doesn't have to wait three days before she can actually, before it actually purchase. And then within three days, you know, using stock changes, you know, up and down, maybe it stay the same, but it's always a change in market. Um, now for in stock investing, it's, it's uh, three different ways that you should, you know, know what you're trying to do when you're investing in stocks. Um, the first one is a dividend investor. That's a person who he looks for a, a good stock with great dividend. That is, you know, most what most people look for. They want great dividends. Some people want that. That's the that's their style of investing. Um, it's not too hard, not too complicated, but it you know, it's something that most people like. Um, another style of investing is a uh, value. That that that's a great way. Um, value is more of a, you know, you're looking at a good value in the comp in the company, but also you get paid a dividend. So this company is also going to appreciate with stock price. So basically, you will buy it at 35, and it's going to go up to like 65 within like a two to five year span, and then you'll get that good value out of it. So you get a dividend, which will pay you out like a two percent dividend, two point five percent dividend maybe or one point something then you also get that money appreciation of the stock which would go up over time which you also get that so you get the best of both worlds and the value but you know that the company is going to be greatly valued throughout this time of being a company or you holding the stock um they have a, the third one is a growth now um a growth investor is a uh, his style is a little different style is more risky high risk um he goes for companies that's emerging in new markets. Uh, that's usually somebody who's looking for somebody like in the cannabis industry. That's like, I'm starting a new um, grow house or whatever you want to call it, a dispensary or whatever. And I'm looking for somebody to invest into me uh, or some company like some brand new electronic company. That electronic electronic company is just starting out, looking for a lot of people. You buying it early while it's young, you feel like it's gonna be something great. And then, you know, that can turn from what five dollars a share and then it could be what three years from now it could be worth two hundred dollars a share. So those are the, the type of markets you for a growth investor. Now, I'm not saying you can't go through all three of them. You can you can actually take a little bit from each one and kind of make your own self and you can be a multitude of investors. So you can take the growth and say, Hey, look, I'm going to be a growth investor, but I'm going to use the skills and the training of a value investor and use that and find great companies that's going to grow, do a lot of research on this company and what they're developing and how they're building themselves up. And that is going to help me, uh, you know, find those young companies while they're young, put my money behind it, and then, you know, years down the line, two years, three years down the line, five years, I'm looking at two, three hundred thousand dollars off of I bought like uh, I don't know, hundred thousand share like uh thousand shares of it. So 
that that's what you're looking for in those three different types um well the way the market is right now it's pretty cool um <clears throat> i learned this when i was in college i think it was my finance class and with the stock prices going so low those that bought a lot of t securities and bonds right now are are just happy you know you're just really happy right now and the reason why is because when the stock market when stock prices go down bonds and t-security prices go through the roof basically because there's no money on the market it, they want more people to spend money so when people withdraw their money they don't want to spend money right now they're like oh i'm buying stocks i'm taking money off the market oh i'm gonna save my money right now because i don't I, I'm, I'm in fear of i don't know if i have my job and stuff like that um they like oh well look what we'll do is we'll buy your bond back from you. we'll buy your t-security back from you and a t-security is a treasury note I'm just you know shortening down but i'm gonna buy your bond back from you and buy your little t-security back from you and they're giving it back to you usually got most bonds and t-securities you can pick you know they term can all vary can go from uh, one year to like 10 years, 50 years, something like that. Some people buy T-Security just for their kids when they get older. So they got a kid right now, probably like 10 years old. They got an eight-year term left on it. So when they turn 18, they'll get, what, $100,000, $50,000 they put into it back. So it's something like that. You know, it's always like a trust, almost like a trust fund. They can't reach, they can't get into they turn a certain age. I actually got a bond one time when I was a kid, and I, I wasn't able to get into I matured to the, to the age of, I was 18 to actually receive all of it. Um, it was kind of cool, though. Um, it was only $100, though. It wasn't like a $10,000 bond or something like that. If, I, if that was the case, I probably would have held on to it for the full length. I think I actually cashed out a little early. But um, right now, people are facing a great time with the bonds. But a lot of people don't understand too much about how bonds and stocks work all right so <clears throat> another thing is when you're looking at these bonds right now like uh you know a lot of people don't know how to how even buy bonds you can buy it through the stock market yes you can actually go down to your bank buy it again that's another way um you can actually buy it through the federal government you go online treasury.gov that you can buy you can buy bonds through there, T securities through there. You can actually buy corporate bonds. Um those are through like uh if you're buying through like uh somebody building a turf field, somebody building like uh, a brand new I don't know facility like if like people that was in Vegas they probably had a chance to buy into that, you know, big stadium they had out there they got there in vegas for the oakland raiders i mean for the vegas raiders uh they probably bought like a corporate bond and now they gonna get their money back in you know what, 10 12 years something like that it's just another way for you to make another income but you get pay interest off of it so it's a really neat thing to do um cd i say right now a lot of people is not looking at it and that's why i'm gonna say it a bank a cd um right now cds are what you go through the bank let me get like the, the actual name for it uh one second but those right now is what you what basically what it is is you you give uh money to the bank all right you give money to the bank so 
the bank right now is able to take your money and use that to fund their bank. Basically, you loan the bank money. That's all you're doing. You loan the bank money. The bank say, oh, you know what? I thank you for your loan and you're able to help me out. But a lot of people are saying that the bank is, a lot of people say it's a waste of time because the interest rates on it is very low. You know, they're not too happy with the interest rates on it. But I think what's going on right now, that soon it's going to be a, a big surge in like how much they pay you back. But right now, it's, they say it's kind of low. I think the a CD right now, basically, they got a minimum on though. You got to buy a minimum of like, you got to spend like $5,000 and you get like 1.1% return. So it's like for every dollar, you get a dollar ten back. So you basically get like 10 cents or something like that for every $5,000, every dollar you spent. But even you can buy CDs of Sally Mae. So, I mean, you can actually fund Sally Mae. So for all those kids out there that's, you know, uh, you know, paying for student loans. Basically, somebody out here is buying CDs of of your student, you know, buying CDs and actually providing a chance for you to go to college. So, I mean, you can buy CDs all over, buy from different various banks and stuff like that. But the biggest thing is buying bonds from banks because banks don't think that you want to buy bonds because bonds are a great investment for passive income, especially usually for people that's older. Not so much for people younger because if you're younger, you got enough time to actually go out and you know buy those stocks wait for them to hit their sweet spot and then you know if you want to cash out if you want to or keep it you know or sell some of it and buy some of the lower performing stocks right now that's underperforming like let's say right now if i had a portfolio and i know a lot of people say well I got this stock right here is doing very great. You know, let's say I had a bunch of Walmart stock is doing real great. I can sell, you can sell like, if you had a hundred shares and you sold like 25 of them or 30 of them, and then you went back and bought like this low line, like this, this underpriced stock right now, just because of the virus and you're getting at a real good discounted price. That would be an easy way to do that because now you have a way of maintaining your stocks with Walmart, but also buying some of a lesser company or it's not of a lesser company, but of a discounted company right now will be a kind of a cheat code. But you got to know what you're looking for. You got to research a lot of companies. Um, I think if you go to Yahoo Finance, it's very good to have Yahoo Finance because they're very accurate on what you do. Um, they have a thing called a bulletproof, bulletproof, bulletproof balance sheet. So it's kind of easy. It kind of lets you know, you know, uh, these are cash rich companies. They have lower credit risk and can invest in growth. So these are uh, great stocks to invest in. Right now, I say the best one on this list is uh, Cisco Systems and Oracle because of the prices. I mean, uh, looking at Cisco System at $40.32 a share, and you're looking at Oracle at $50.36 a share. So basically, you're buying them at a good price. These are great stocks to buy. Um, it's a great stock to go in to start out with. If you're trying to build your portfolio, you're going on stash. If you're going on, you go to Fidelity, you want to start your uh, uh, investment account. If you're going on Acorn or anything else, Robinhood, you should look up Cisco Systems 
and you should look up Oracle Corporation, that is how you start your foundation. Start with something solid. Don't go trying to find out something that's going to be emerging, growing. It could be something. It couldn't be something. I lose a lot. No. And if you're going to buy any bonds, you're looking for triple A bonds. These are grade A bonds. These are the best ones you can buy. They pay you back money. And then also, if you don't know where to start, go and research how can you purchase gold through the stock market. <laughs> Buying gold, gold never goes up. It always goes up. It never goes down. Value of gold is always the same. Now, for all those who got a lot of money, you can go buy Nike. Nike is $85 a share. I mean, it's kind of pretty good. Um, depending on what your, bu- your budget is, you know. They got another one on here. One of them is on here, $47.38 a share in uh, the market. I mean, the company name and number is CTSH. It's a technology company. It's a weird name on it. And they got another one on here that's at $21.28 a share. Pretty cool. But these are some of the ones you can start out with. It's very, you know, strong. You don't have to worry about too much. These, they will, like, stay... No matter how the economy go up or down, they kind of very cash heavy. So they have a lot of cash on hand, you know. So it's good to start with something like that than to start with a company you have no idea about. And that you probably won't. Will it be around? You don't know. You know, you you don't know. Uh, or buy you know stocks of Walmart, Target, Dollar General, stuff like that. Stuff you actually use. The key to buying stocks is to know what you use. If you use on a daily basis, if you go to the store and you see, um, like everybody goes to Walmart, so of course Walmart never gonna go out of business no time soon, right? I mean, even though people use Amazon, but you still gotta go to the store. Sometimes you don't want to wait two, three days before your Amazon to get in. You need it now so you can go where? Walmart. So it's always a good thing to go through companies like that. Um, now, for a lot of people out here who want to be a dividend is their strategy, a dividend investor. So it's a strategy you want to go after, which is a dividend. You need to make sure you know about the taxation on dividends. You got to make sure you understand how are you taxed through dividends. You use this around. Um, so, yeah, now how many you tax? How, how are you taxed on dividends? Um, when they pay out the dividends for each company, because some are quarterly, some are, uh, you know, two times a year, and then some are just uh, yearly. So, you, you got to find out what the company does. So you got to make sure that, hey, I want to make sure the company pays out, pays me every year. I want my dividend to come every quarter, you know. So you have to find that out. So it's something you have to do a research about. But to start out with good dividend type companies, um, Coca Cola is a great one. I mean, I got I own stocks of Coca Cola too myself. I actually own stocks of Coca Cola and I own stocks of ExxonMobil, and they're both on the. If you go to Yahoo Finance, they're on the dividend growth market. All right. So, my personal two that I actually own is Coca-Cola and ExxonMobil. And right now, Coca-Cola is at $45 a share. When I think I bought it, it was at 50 dollars. So, market is going back up, but, it, you know, it's a good one to buy because it's actually still at a discounted price. ExxonMobil, when I did buy it, it was at $67 a share. 
It's at $37.50 right now. So it's a good one to buy. It's at a discounted price right now. So definitely go with it. Um, I think it was... See if I can click on it. <coughs> I think at one point it was pretty high. It won't show me now. Uh, let's see. Yep. Slow in the chart. Yep, it was pretty high. It was uh, six days ago. Think about this. Six days ago, it was at $39 a share. So right now it's at 37 So it's going back up. It's taking a little time. Um. These are some of the cheaper ones that's at discounted price right now that you can buy. That's great for dividend. But again, you got to know how they pay out. I think uh, Coca-Cola pays out every quarter. So, got to know what you're doing. Um, Aflac. I know y'all see the commercials all the time. Um, a lot of people don't understand you can buy into health insurance stocks. You can buy into life insurance stocks. You can buy into anything you want to. But just know what you're getting into. Me personally, I see Aflac is a great one to buy into. I don't actually own that one, but I think it's a good thing I should put down and try to understand more about it and, you know, pursue that one. But Aflac is at $36.26 a share. It's a great one to buy probably because uh, it's quote give you a good dividend and this growth is going up. I would say this, you know, if I was recommending anything to somebody, that would be like a good one to recommend to somebody. But again, you have to do your own research. I'm not saying go after stocks that have, you know, it's worth. Everybody say, well, you know, I want stocks like Amazon and Netflix and stuff like that. Yeah, if you have the money to go buy those stocks, buy it. You know, I say save your money for like uh, for your kids and stuff. I know a lot of people buy their kids games and laptops and iPads and you spend two, three hundred dollars on an iPad, two, three hundred dollars on like a video game, all that stuff. But if you save that every Christmas and say, hey, look, this Christmas, I'm going to buy you some clothes and I'm going to buy you some stocks and I'm going to do this for you until you turn 18. Then when they turn 18, guess what? You might have like a couple million dollars worth of stock for your, you know, your son or your daughter and they can go to college and 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 be comfortable and probably you probably can pay for college with that. You don't have to worry about coming out your own pocket for it. All you had to do was just buy stock. So that's a that's the biggest thing right now with with uh understanding the stock market. I wrote some notes down though. I don't know if I'm gonna look at a few of them, make sure I think I'll test on a lot of them though. Um understanding your margin of safety, you know, understanding that if I buy something at a discounted price, I need to you need to at least make the money back. Um, so if I buy something at a discounted price, I want to make sure that if I buy it at ten dollars and it was at twenty before, that it at least go back up to at least fifteen or twelve or you know at least nineteen dollars. Because if I buy it at ten and it was twenty dollars and then I only and it finally sell and it, it goes only it drops down to like five then I lost my margin of you know my margin of safety gets very low so I kind of lose on that one you want to make sure that you have a good leeway that you buy something that was valued at twenty dollars and you bought it at ten and then now I know it can go back up to twenty or plus it can go back over like to eleven or more not below eleven meaning below ten so you don't want to lose money you want to always gain um 
do your due diligence. Make sure you go out and look and pay attention to what you're buying. Um, understand the company. If you do not understand the company, do not buy it. I'm not caring that, that everybody say, hey, you know what? Go out and buy this and go buy this, go buy this and go buy that. If you do not understand the company, do not buy it. Because at the end of the day, if you buy a company you don't understand, you're going to waste your money. Guaranteed thing. Going to waste your money. You're going to be wishing your headache back. You can wish you wouldn't have ever bought that. Um, but the, the key thing about buying stock is owning equity in a company. So you want to have equity. You want to actually have ownership in these companies. So when you buy stocks, you know, depending on each company is a little different. Depending on how many shares you hold. But every, the first stock you buy, you have, you're starting to get partial ownership into this company. That is key. You don't have to own a company. You have to build a company. You have to do anything. But you can own part of a company. You can be an owner. So as you buy one share at a time, you can become an owner of a company. Now you can tell your kids, you know, you're growing up, say, hey, look, teach your kids about the stock market, how it works. Tell your kids, hey, look, I am owner. I partly own some of these companies. <clears throat> it ain't nothing for you to own some of this stuff. <clears throat> nothing at all. And you can literally own, like, like I was talking to my dad the other day, and I was telling him, I said, hey, look, we got to buy some stock into um, the funeral service. Why? Because we all got to die. It's, all, it's never going nowhere. It's a, for show business. It's like gold. Like gold going to always be there <clears throat> and death going to always be there. So you're going to for show sure have a good return. All right. So if you buy some of the, like the funeral funeral homes and then like the, the graveside services where they go out and dig the grave up, you can always buy into that. You're going to forever have money. And that right there is key because when you die, you're like, hey, I got your insurance going to pay out to them anyway to put you in the ground. But you at least know that your kids or your grandkids will get that money. And now they get a little bit of it, huh? They get some of the money you died, paid out. Now, you know, it's going back to your kids and you, it's it's a forever, it's a, uh, always going to pay out to the kids and the grandkids. So it's, it's a good feeling to know that when you you know, it's your last day that you got money going to them and you ain't got to worry about nothing. They taken care of. That's a good thing. Um, a lot of this stuff um, is not talked about. We don't talk about stocks. We don't talk about bonds. Most people, if you watch this stuff now, you look at rappers who own jewelry. They own all these diamonds and cars and stuff like that. But most of them don't own no real estate. They don't own no stocks. They don't own no bonds. Uh, most athletes don't do that either. I think it's like 73% of basketball players, they retire and go broke. 75% in football, they retire and go broke. They don't have any assets. They don't have anything. They're just living a life, you know, but it all got to end at one point. You got to stop playing basketball. You got to stop playing um, football. So you got to have some something to fall back on. And some of the, the smart ones like Magic Johnson, you know, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant, he made smart investments. LeBron James, smart investments. But it's about somebody on their team studying and understanding the stock market and investing for them. So you have to do that for yourself. You don't have anybody on your team. Don't pay no financial advisor because when you pay a financial advisor, guess what? <clears throat> he takes a cut. 
then he get then you gotta pay transactional fees because if they switch from a stock to a bond then they go back from a bond to a stock then they go buy this and that and the third it costs you so um i love personally index funds so index fund is just an index of companies from like let's say the s p 500 which is a comp which is a stocks uh standards and standard and pours five top 500 companies and if one company is not you know beats out the other company it bumps it out so it takes the 500 companies have they also have the 100 and the, and the 50 and they have 50 but s p 500 standard and pours 500 top companies you can buy an index fund now index fund is just like a group of companies that is all it's hard to beat the market doesn't it doesn't try to you don't try to guess and pick a stock that's going to beat the market this here plays with the market safe a bit but easy to understand now thing about it is you have to know which company will give you a great index fund all right <clears throat> i personally have a vanguard index fund now vanguard is one of the top companies now it's, it's another company better than that but I'm going to say Vanguard is one of the top companies you can get. So a Vanguard fund, which is a index fund, which will give you a high rate of return, a yield, and a low expense ratio of like a 0.05, something like that, or a point, you know, two, it's like 0.05 or something like that, 0.10 or something. It's very low. And this will make sure that you expense ratio is how much the fees is when you finally get it calculated out. You don't lose a lot, but the yield is what's another thing. If you have a high yield, low expense ratio, that means you keep more money in. If you have a high yield and a high expense ratio, meaning that you're going to probably lose a lot of money within this ratio. Okay. Within this stock. So it's a bad thing to go through. But an index fund is very great to get start out. You can always just say, hey, look, I don't know what I'm getting right now, but I'm going to go buy some index fund. I'm going to buy a S&P 500 Vanguard. And I have also a Vanguard small cap, which is like a smaller. These are the smaller companies. They range between a certain, um, I guess, net i can call it network if you want to but they range between a different uh bracket on like money so like they might be between 400 to four billion dollars that one might be a small cap and then from anything between um what is it, six and maybe a couple hundred or billion dollars and it'd be like the large cap and you know stuff like that but i got a small cap which is <coughs> Mostly a lot of businesses. So like a lot of companies are in the small cap. A lot of businesses don't make that much. I'm not saying they don't, but I'm just saying like it's usually between that, you know, that that fine line. So those produce a high rate of return because they usually have less employees. They, you know, um, less fees and costs for they throughout the company. So it's very great to get into small cap Vanguard funds. That is what I use. Um, uh, so when you're looking at this as a 
buying a, getting into your stock investments and stuff, you gotta be aware of your age. Just go ahead and be honest with you. You gotta be aware of your age. So if um right now I'm young, I'm starting out, um I understand that I'm a young I'm a young guy and I need to get a foundation going. If I'm older, then guess what? I really need to figure out a way to make a little passive income because I, I, I'm hoping that you already have a 401k set up and that you're just doing this to make a little extra for you. Just, you know, push your loan through your retirement and stuff like that. So if you, you know, if you're older, you're looking for more like bonds and something that pays off a nice little uh, interest to you. You know, maybe CDs and something like that. Um, but this could, you know, you can always find a way to spark your account. Um, if you're older, though, it's kind of hard, though, when you're, in, in, when you're up in age, you know, because you really expect you to have a little something already started. So it's kind of easy for you to get going. Most of the time I say, me personally, if you're in stocks, you're older, 45, 50, you should just go buy some real estate. I'm not trying to down you or nothing like that, but that'll be your quickest bet to have you a sustainable income that's going to make you a passive income per month. You should really just get into real estate buying you because you probably have like, you know, let's say you take some of your money out your 401k, 20, 30,000. Put a little bit down on a uh, down, you know, on a uh, down payment on the house. You know, make your little passive income. I know everybody say you can always get in the stocks anytime you want to, but to be honest with you, if you're looking for that passive income, you're gonna get that check every month through stock. I mean, through uh, real estate stocks. You really, it's like it's an aging game. It's like wine. You wanna put this in a. You wanna get this thing to taste right with the the flavor that you want. You want to make sure it's everything you're looking for. You 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 selecting the bottle, the label, you doing the whole thing, and now you gotta you gotta age the barrels. You gotta put that in a in a cellar and let it age for you know 10, 20 years, 30 years. But somebody that's in 45, 50, it might not be a good idea for you. You know, if you wanna if you think about it, it might not be a a suitable thing to say, I'm gonna put my, you know put the wine in a in the cell for another 20 years or whatever you know some of y'all retiring now so i would say for somebody you know 45 i say 45 i say 50 and up you can start a, a stock account if you want to leave it to your kids or your grandkids just something you can start out with um <clears throat> then you need to look into like really like trust funds and stuff like that but if you're looking for something to say i'm gonna retire within seven years or something like that yet yeah, 50 you want to retire in seven years so 57 you want to retire you need to be trying to figure out a way to get into the real estate game because that's going to help you out they're going to give you that passive income that you're looking for but you know for all the young kids out there excuse me for all the young ones out there you should really be trying to get into understanding stocks understanding the the value of stocks, understanding how they work, understanding how the markets work, understanding there are different segments of a market, there's different sectors in the market. Um, 
a lot of things people are not looking at. Just because you're young don't mean you can't look at the stock market. Don't mean I don't think people even pick up a newspaper anymore, so because everything on your phone. But if you don't do them besides get on Yahoo Finance and look and go and see what's going on that day, they even got a hot sheet on what stocks are the hottest and what segments are the hottest, what areas are growing, what are you know potentially growing. They're pretty accurate on a lot of this stuff. A lot of people wear designer clothes. They don't even own none of the stocks that the designer clothes that they buy. Uh, if you like, you know, Louis Vuitton, Gucci, Prada, all that stuff, you should try to buy into Hennessy and Moet. They own all that designer brands. They own Hennessy. They own, if you love a drink of Hennessy and stuff, you should buy into that. Don't go and think that, oh, um, uh, I sell these celebrities wearing it. I should buy it. They, they don't even own none of that. You can really be owning what they wear. You can say, hey, look. I got a little ownership into that company. I might have, you might can get a chance to buy your way up, get a little creative control, I guess, in the company and vote on what, you know, what y'all should do and what y'all shouldn't do. But, <clears throat> you know, don't don't follow the trends. Don't follow what everybody's doing. Follow what, what makes more money. Because buying clothes don't hold no value. Buying cars don't hold no value. Buying jewelry, buying shoes, all, all they don't hold no value. None at all. You cannot trade that on no stock market. You can't trade it in and get no. I know y'all got the stock, you know, the was it uh, stock X where you trade your shoes and all this stuff. That's cool. You know, I see somebody tomorrow, you know, getting the baseball court game, baseball courts. Man, it's like getting the right baseball card or football card is like getting struck by lightning almost. You, you know, you it can happen to you twice sometimes, but at the end of the day, you you really going to bank all your money on buying a pack of baseball cards and football cards and say, this going to be the next big thing. I mean, the stocks are still there. They ain't going nowhere. These companies still there. They ain't going nowhere. I mean, a lot of y'all banking on buying rare shoes and, sell, and selling them. How many of y'all can really get, a, get your hands on a rare pair of shoes? You know, they came out in 94. I'm going to get them again. Okay, wow. You're going you're gonna to get that to your kids when they, you know, pass them down to your kids until it's the right time to sell them. They might be worth 300 right now. You're going to let your kids hold them until they're worth, what, 2000 You could have bought some stock. That could be worth 2000 You could have owned enough shares of stock that could have appreciated in, in cash value. That could be worth $2,000. I think if, if somebody would have bought, then what was it? The, the thing is, if you buy stock of Amazon or Netflix, a thousand dollars in two thousand two, it'd be worth three hundred thousand dollars right now. So what? You think a pair of shoes gonna be worth three hundred thousand three hundred thousand dollars? No, I I really don't believe it. Maybe maybe somebody would is stupid enough to pay for it, but I don't believe that you can hold a pair of Jordans for eighteen years and they say, oh, it's it's worth uh, you know, three hundred thousand. They might be faded and you know, torn apart by the time. You ever get to that? You can hold a baseball card to 18 years for it's worth, you know, what, 200000 100000 Come on, man. Get into the right game. I understand everybody got their own little lane, but StockX is just another thing for you to, it's another way for make a little quick, you know, you want to make a little quick income, yeah, but for the long run, it ain't there because, you know, everybody was saying you should get into Bitcoin 
You know, that was the thing. Everybody say Bitcoin, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. That was the thing you got to get into. And now, you know, people don't even know how to even use and utilize Bitcoin. So, you know, understand what you what you invested into. I say if you want to start out, do index funds. I'm not even talking about Roth IRAs. I'm not talking about traditional IRAs. I'm not talking about ETFs. And it's a lot of great things out there you can get into. ETFs are a great way to invest, but I'm not even talking about that right now because it's a little different. <laughs> you can even invest in real estate through the stock market, but I'm not. We it's a, that's a whole other segment. But this right here, I'm talking about regular stocks, building your for portfolio. If you go on to, uh, I say right now, I'm not sponsored by this, but go on there. Get your phone out, Apple or Android. Go to the Apple Store, download Stash, set up your account, set up everything. Stash has a lot of companies. It has basically almost every company on the app. It's pretty cool though. Download Stash. That's a way for you to get started. I don't know too much about Robinhood, and Robinhood don't re don't really have every company on there. If that makes sense to you. Because there's some companies that that's good to invest in that's not on Robinhood, and there's some companies that I want to invest in that's not on Stash. But it, I have Fidelity, which I can invest in all of them. So maybe you know I go between different ones, so I have different accounts. But always figure out which one works for you. But the quickest, simplest way one right now is to download Stash. You can download Robinhood if you want to. Go find nice, solid accounts to invest in. And I'm trying to look. Let's go. I'm gonna go on Robinhood real quick and see if that. Uh, let's see. Robinhood, Robinhood, Robinhood. Let me see where I put it at. I don't even get on this one right here. Uh, let's see. Oh, look, I ain't even logged in in a while. He signed me back out. I don't know. Well, I ain't been in in a while. Uh, let's see one that I ain't, I've been in. All right, so I'm in my stash app right now. And let's look at some of the companies they have. Let's see if I can find Target. All right, there you go, Target. See, on Stash, I can actually look up every company. So Target is one. All right, Target listed price is at $95.92. It's a great dividend yield. It's $2.79. It's a 2.79% turn. So pretty good company. Um, I think I said uh, you can actually buy stocks and ETFs on here. So that's another thing why I like Stash. Because Stash, you can actually buy stocks and ETFs. Very good to start with. Um, what we said in Yahoo Finance? Oh, a great one to buy too right now. Smart money stocks right now. Uh, Comcast. It's a very good one to buy. Uh, Kraft Heinz, the ketchup bottle, or you know, mayonnaise, whatever you may call it. It's a very good one to buy too. Too. Uh, 
Let's see. We're going back to the bulletproof balance sheets. Let's see if I can find these on here because I want to see if it's any good for anybody. How good Stash is. I like it. Johnson & Johnson is a good company to buy. Oh, look at that. Johnson Johnson. All right. So this one here is last price at $133.02. And yep. It's pretty accurate to Yahoo Finance. Yahoo Finance says $133.01. So, you know, one cent's different. Uh, but hey, you know, these are great companies to buy into. If you know Johnson Johnson, they own a lot of different things. They pharmaceutical. Uh, medical devices. It also includes Listerine, Tylenol, Neutrogena, Sudafed, Benadryl, Stay Free, uh, Stay Free, okay, Band-Aid, and Neospor. And this is a direct investment of Johnson Johnson. So this is a great company. Look at if you look at the performance right now. It's the dip. It's probably discounted right now because it also was at one hundred and fifty-three dollars a share at one point. So this is a great buy. Uh, for those out there right now listening, you should actually go out and buy Johnson Johnson. Even though it says $130 a share, it also is listed at $150.64 a share on February the 4th. So, with the recent dip, we probably missed the biggest dip because it was at $125 a share on. Oh, let's see, I just. It was actually at $111 a share on March 23rd. So we missed the biggest dip. It's actually on a rise comeback because, of course, they own medical things. So guess what? It is a medical sickness right now. So a lot of the things that they're needing is going to uh, those hospitals and stuff like that. So, of course, it's in high demand right now. With pandemic, all this stuff kind of, you know, uh, shifted everything. Uh, let's see. Uh, trying to see. Trying to see what the funeral service. I got the. I got the thing. I'm about to post it later on what the funeral services uh name is but you can also browse by company media utilities real estate so um i always tell people another thing too is buying to the light company um everybody gotta have lights everybody gotta have water but you can actually buy into it so like uh somebody right now let's say i told them i say what's your light you know who you have lights with they say center point so center point um it's a light company Right now, the stock price is $16.23. If you look at the performance right now, it's actually dropped down from $30. So we know that at some point, this stock can go back from $16 to $30. Once the stock, once the market goes back up, we know that this is a good buy. We know that buying this right now is a great buy and that the cash value on it will appreciate and go back up to at least $30, all right? So right now, this is a good um, good value stock that you get at a good discounted price. We know that it was at $39 at one point. So we can actually 
uh, look at the performance before and see it. And, you know, it, it doesn't hurt to, you know, do a little history. You can do back five years, 10 years, look at 10 year gap. What was it before? It was at its peak in 2019. Then it came back this year. And then we get a pandemic. And then guess what? You know, a lot of people are like uh, pushing back their light bill payments and stuff like that. So, of course, they're going to feel a little pushback just with the fact that they are experiencing a very, I say, uh, you know, trying time right now. Um, people losing their jobs and stuff like that. And I hope everybody bounce back from that. Um Energy is one of the biggest one of you know one of the bigger ones. Um, they actually break down you know they in areas like Arkansas, Mississippi, Texas, Louisiana. So I know a lot of my people right now that listen to this uh, will be in those areas. You know Arkansas, Mississippi, Texas, Louisiana. Um, the cap the the headquarters is also in uh, New Orleans. Um, and operates a natural gas distribution business. So. This is a good one. Now, think about energy is it ain't a cheap one. Alright. Right now, for all those who think that energy, we missed the a lot of people missed the uh the chance to buy that discounted. It was at its lowest and I'm and I'm I'm really doing a re, you know, doing my due diligence researching this. Energy was at its lowest at $78. All right. And I can tell you exactly what day it was. Let's see, $78 on March 23rd. That was at its lowest. The market was probably at its lowest. All right. But now it is at, then we go back, what, seven days now? What, something like that? It's $100 a share. This how you know that this, when I tell you that you can buy stocks and they, they back to appreciation, they appreciate back. Look at this. This stock was on a, at a constant rise. I think its peak at one point was at $134 a share. And then also it pays out a dividend of its rate of return of, it got a day change. of. Uh, I don't think it paid dividends on this one. Let's see. It, do, it, do, it pay a dividend. Okay. It's got a 3.82% dividend, but it's pretty cool though because it's actually uh, a pretty good stock to buy because it's an energy company. So if you live in those states, Texas, you know, Louisiana, Arkansas, most of y'all using energy. It's really a good one to buy into. Uh, let's see, that was just the energy company, but you gotta know what you're looking at too. A lot of y'all are not don't really have an idea what you're looking at. Um, like I say, down with the app stash. I love it. A lot of people don't like it. I love it. Um, here you go. Somebody else say, oh, what, was you, what else I should buy? I mean, you probably could buy some of the railroad system if you want to. Buy some of the railroad. If you work for Union Pacific, and y'all be like, oh, I'm tired of this job. You should buy some of your stock of it, and then you can actually like what you do because you actually own stocks of it. And actually, like right now, Union Pacific is uh, on the rise back up. It's at its lowest at 117 a share. And now it's on its way back up. Its highest peak was at 186 a share. So, I mean, I don't know if y'all pay attention to a lot of the industries um, in the aerospace industries, but 
also right now if you didn't know you should have been trying to buy into 3m i'm gonna tell you why 3m if you look at those those little masks that everybody would keep buying and halos and stuff like that 3m produces all those this is a company in the industrial section and it's also known for for making sponges lcd filters reflective highway sign sheeting sandpaper dental crowns inhaler and bandages so to be honest with you that's a great investment to buy into if you have the money you should definitely buy into it we missed the the lowest point but i'm gonna let you know something um it started out at one point when it first began a year ago it was at its peak it was at a peak and then it did a complete drop so either out now reason why i say don't really go and buy this one right now this is a prime example of probably bad management all right another thing about this is one of those companies they have bad ceo or whatever and they start off real hot and then they start dropping and then you can tell that the management kind of changed in december of 2019 because it started going back up and i'm pretty sure it's because everybody found out about the coronavirus around that same time and then december really started finding out and then the market kind of pushed it down too at the same time so even though they make the masks and stuff it's probably got they got, they got bad management so it wouldn't be one i would want to buy just because their management is probably not too good um Let's see, what's a good one to buy? UPS is, you know, it's a pretty solid one, you know. Um, Warren Buffett has it in one of his companies he would pick. And, uh, I mean, he likes it. He thinks it's a good good, uh, good investment. <clears throat> I mean, they're always going to deliver packages. So, I think it'd be a good, solid investment. Uh, right now, the dip. It's kind of an up and down thing, so... Just be uh, aware of that. That it's pretty up and down. Um, also, another thing too is beware of, you know, buying to the Delta Airlines and American and United and stuff like that. Reason why is because once it's all over, people are going to go back and take their vacation, their trips they had planned. They might have postponed them and whatever they might have did. But guess what? A Delta airline stock price right now is $28.66 let's look at how it was before all right February 21 all right February 21st it was at $57.87 now panic started to happen and it dropped it dropped all the way down to $21 a share right now it is at $29 a share or $28 a share Reason why is because there's so much uncertainty in when they will be people able to travel. So many travel bans right now and flying from some of the busiest places like Atlanta and New York. They're not able to fly. Can nobody fly to California like that? Well, they can, but it's kind of a lockdown situation. So that is impacting them on a great number, but it is a great investment to start out a portfolio with especially if you got a stash app southwest is down just because again 
the insert the uncertainty because it was about to go back up, and I'm pretty sure that was probably a couple of days ago. That it, yep. So on the 27th, it was going back up because everybody was like, "Oh, you know, it's be over. We're gonna be back in." And then when the president announced that he would do it until April 30th, stock prices went back down for the airlines because, hey, guess what? We don't know when we'll get back out there. So. And some horrible ones to buy. Hurts. <laughs> Pretty bad. Um, United Airlines, like I say, it's, it's so much uncertainty and when we'll be able to go back out and travel. And travel like we want to. That those prices are going to keep dropping. I'm going to be honest with you. By the time they ever really go back up. And then, like, if you look at, like, Centos, which is a solid company to buy investment into because they do a lot of stuff um it just probably because they laid off a bunch of people just because they're trying to save you know some of the money they have um now centize like i say was at a real boom just going straight up no real inconsistencies in a pattern if you look at the last five years they have returned at 18 percent the last three years 13 percent um in the last 12 months they've lost 11.11 percent return so basically it's because they and a lot of businesses they clean and they wash clothes and stuff on uniforms and stuff for people and right now and tiles and stuff like that and right now with a lot of places closing down it's really impacting their brand and their business and even though that's impacting them their stock price only 180 45 a share so that means that this is a very big company and also i found out that centos only work four days a week and they get weekends off so hey but right now you know they they provide a lot of safety first aid stuff and cleaning facilities and stuff like that it's a lot of things they do but right now with so much shutdown it's still a good company to buy if you got enough money to it because once they saw back up they're still gonna be a good solid company to have in your portfolio um what is uh, i'm trying to give you a couple more i don't want to co-part a lot of y'all you know know people that get in an accident been in an accident had your car totaled know somebody that their car totaled um wonder what happens they go to co-part now co-part is what is remarking the vehicles all right so basically when your car is totaled they go out so anybody can go out to the, the tow yard out to the co-part yard and buy it now it's also it's online auctions too but this is another kicker it's in the united states canada united kingdom united arab uh, arab in uh, Brazil, Ireland, Spain, India, a lot of different companies, um, Germany, two segments, United States and International, company provides uh, vehicle sellers with a range of services to uh, process and sell vehicles primar- primarily over the internet. So basically, you buy all this stuff over the internet, you just buy it, salvage vehicles. Uh, estimation services they do estimate vehicles uh, end of life vehicle processing virtual insurance insurance exchange which is fixed it's kind of weird 
Um, they do transportation services, vehicle inspection stations, on-demand reporting, Department of Motor Vehicle Processing, Flexible Vehicle Processing Programs, Buy It Now, Member Network, Sales Process, Copart Dealer. So they do a lot of stuff. And guess what? It's a great company to buy into, especially right now, because if you look at the rate of return for the last so many years, they're doing pretty good, though. And stock price is pretty cheap. And before, at one point, it was at $97 a share. So you're looking at a good, good amount of uh, things you should buy. Uh, let's see. Let's get out of different. Get into a different one. Uh, healthcare. I know a lot of people want to know how can I buy into the healthcare. What's some good things to buy into the healthcare? Uh, United Health. United Health is a great one to buy into. I think this might be my insurance too. And I think about it. But uh, United Health. Uh, Process nearly three quarters of a trillion dollars in healthcare charges. Whew. Oh man, it's pretty cool. They serve over 30 million people, so 30 million people have healthcare through United Healthcare. All right. Uh, oh, it's actually used by nearly a hundred million people. They serve over 30 million. I don't know what that means, but it's kind of weird. But this is a direct investment in United Health stock. Now, not a cheap one, far from it. It's actually $251 a share. But let's see what the rate of return is over the years. It's been pretty good. 10 years, been pretty good. Um, right now, you're probably catching it. The lowest, the lowest it was at is $219 a share. So we probably missed that, which you probably can make up for right now. And it's also as high as it was at $300 a share. So. You know it can go back up $300. So if you buy right now at $200 and some dollars a share, you probably can get it back. Um, you can also buy the company that owns Advil, Emergency, uh, Thermacare, and Chapstick. And they probably own a bunch of more stuff. And it's only $32 a share. It's probably a solid investment. And they uh, take it back. Probably not a solid investment because I'm looking at the portfolio. When it got to July, they started going to see a decline in their stock prices. So, in this, usually when I see a decline, when you see a decline in stock prices starting in July when there's no virus and no nothing like that, usually it's because of the management. The management was bad. It's another one of those cases where management was bad. They started getting a new manager in around January, and then the pandemic hit, and then guess what? It just started going back down. But it's just one of those things. I would personally not buy that one, even though it's probably a solid one. CVS is a solid one, though. I mean, you can always buy CVS. CVS Health, they actually buy, they actually own a lot of different things, um, pharmacies-wise. Um, trying to think what's another one on here healthcare is kind of weird though it's kind of all right uh so you can buy into real estate media i don't know what kind of media this could be oh facebook all right so all y'all that want to buy into google who are always looking up the google 
to buy into it if you got enough money to buy into it the name of Google company is called Alphabet so y'all that don't know that it's called Alphabet and its stock price is actually $1,146.31 a share so if you got enough money go out and buy it um, Netflix which is $370 a share um, if you got it buy it it's a good stock um, Snapchat is called Snap um, it's only eleven dollars. It's only eleven dollars. Uh, uh, and eighty dollars a share. It's actually um a good chance to buy. You know, um, but AT and T is a good one to buy. Thirty dollars a share. Buy into AT and T. Real solid one to put on your thing. They give a good dividend out, and also it's uh one of the few companies you can say this. You know, they own a lot. They own like TV. They own um internet and stuff like that so people in their houses right now it's a good one to buy so you should buy AT&T um, Sprint when they just merge into you can buy, I, I would say Sprint pretty good too it's an $8 a share they had a merger but it's kind of an influx so not too sure about that one I wouldn't say definitely do a jump on it uh, right now all TV networks are pretty down just because uh, they can't actually go into the TV stations and make those sitcoms and stuff like that. So a lot of those are gonna be down. Um, let's see. I'm trying to see what else might be on here. Eventbrite gonna be down right now because a lot of people are not making shows. They're not doing a lot of um, use Eventbrite is used for like you know for people that book like uh, venues and stuff like that. So if you're doing like a concert or something like that, use it. That's for. But um, nobody's really doing a concert or anything right now. So gonna see a real uh, even movie theaters gonna be down like IMAX Corp, which usually produce movies and Lionsgate. They usually own much a bunch of movie theaters. Why they stock be so price price to be so high? Um, None of that's going on. Madison Square Garden is going to be down. New York Times down just because they're reporting, but they're doing it all on social media, basically, because they can't actually go into the office. Um, now, you got these Browse ETFs, which is pretty cool on this app. If you go on there and look at it, broad market, uh, good services, global exposure, commodities. Um, I think the Theramatic is like the corporate cannabis. It's like those companies that produce cannabis on a corporate level. And ETF is just a bunch of different companies inside of it. Um, not too... Pretty sure this company is not going to do too well. It's kind of a young... So this would... Corporate cannabis would be like a growth segment. Like a growth uh, investor... This is somebody that's, that's doing a growth on a company that's not even, I don't think this company even been around 12 months. I don't think so, yeah. So it's not so, yeah, since like 2019. So it's only been one year. And I don't think they have, let's see. Oh, no, it's been around for a while, Corporate Cannabis. It will make five. Let's see. How far do we actually go all the way back? 2017. 
Let's see. Try to go before back. Oh, I can't. Yeah, 2017. So it's one of those young ones, but it's actually on a decline. This actually went down in like May. So pretty sure that company is uh really not a good thing to be investing in. Um, technology innovations. I would say these are growing. These are growing things. So if you're looking for something that's like growing and you want to get into it, but I'm not too Say I don't know too much about ETFs like that, uh, but I know about different stocks and materials and stuff like that, and utilities and real estate and tech and industries and healthcare. Actually, browse more. You can get into different things. These are some of the things you need to look for. So, like, like I say, go down with the app or get an account through Fidelity or TD Ameritrade, and you should really go out there and try to find you something that's suitable for what you want to do. It's three different types. You should be a growth investor or a dividend investor or a value investor figure out which one works for you if you have any questions or anything hit me up on instagram um and just you know it's right now it's a discounted time so go out there put a little work in put a little knowledge behind it and buy what you need appreciate you i'm out